Welcome back to Movie Drunks. In case you haven't figured it out, we watch movies, we get drunk, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. I'm Septup. This is weird. Why do you get to start this time? I don't know. It's just that's how it worked out. That's just... how I laughed. That's how you sounded like. <laughs> it's part of your stroke. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, this week we are watching Inglorious Bastards. And God, I, I'm excited. And I just realized I forgot my phone with the rules, so I'll be right back. God fucking damn it. Let's try this again. Please stand by. Please stand by. Welcome back to Movie Drunks, and in case you haven't figured it out, we watch movies, we get drunk, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. I'm Sepp Depp. I definitely don't talk about the movie most of the time. Yeah, Just a heads up. The only reason he's saying sometimes you talk about it is because I never do. Well, because we always go off on a tangent, especially when Chris is around. Well, I mean, last week it was Wolf of Wall Street, and Joe just talked about yeah, we talked about the, game, the GameStop well, stocks. I mean, you have to talk about GameStop. <laughs> yeah. But did you talk about Dogecoin? No, we didn't. What the fuck is wrong with you? No, we only talked about GameStop and like Nokia. You know who's talking about Dogecoin? Fucking Elon Musk. Yeah. To the moon. Well, he's only the richest man in the world. It's fine. And that happens. One of these days. Do you know what we also talk about? What? On the podcast? My mom. That isn't... What? What? The rules? I thought you were going to be like, your mom. No. I was going to say that we also don't talk about the movie because we talk about J.K. Simmons. Uh, But Obi-Wan's dick. Yes, always. I would love to talk about Open One Stick. All right, getting all no, of this no, no, topic. No, 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 no. I am tying this in here. Oh, God. We're revamping things. It is season two. My days of J.K. Simmons are in the past. Hopefully, Obi-Wan is still in the future. <laughs> season two, we're moving on to bigger and better things. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I agree. Which is very relevant. Because we're watching Glorious Bastards. I wanted to say it. No. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> The one with your fucking rules, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, moving on. So, uh, our first rule is every time a character drinks, we drink. If they're drinking milk, we drink twice. (laughs) Maybe we don't stand Christoph Waltz. He loves his milk. milk, That's really gross. Milk makes you grow big and strong. I'm lactose intolerant. Milk makes me shit. That's why you're short. (laughs) 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 Yeah, what's your favorite non dairy milk? I like almond. Fucking almond milk is disgusting. Well, if anyone said soy milk, it's water lying to you about the So I think this entire podcast, if you've listened to more than one episode, sorry, we have learned that Dan has shitty taste in everything. Hell yeah. He has bad taste in Star Wars movies. He has bad taste in all-time low songs. He has bad taste in plant-based milk. We didn't talk about all-time low. such a very specific If you are going to come to me (laughs) and say that you think Anything is better than oat milk. Unless it's coconut milk, maybe. I've never had oat milk. Oat milk is so good. Jesus. But if you're going to come to me specifically and say that almond milk is better than anything, you're wrong. Because I would rather drink, like, dirt water than See, fucking is, drink almond milk. This is why we said sometimes we talk about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> One That's other fine. thing before we, we move on. Them. I didn't, we don't talk about all-time low on this podcast. We ha- we were talking about that before the podcast, Who not cares? on the podcast. Well, fucking shut up. Follow Dan on Instagram at like Dan the Donut Man and see his all-time low music rankings and see how fucking bad they are. <laughs> Monsters. No, no if one. you see put anything other than Stella as your number one, you are wrong. I do not care. <laughs> Imagine therapy not even making your top ten. Wow. Moving on. All right, so back to the rules. So after we drink and drink twice for milk, um, it's every time a scalp is taken, we drink. Whatever the words oh, yeah. bear Jew, Nazi, or Jew hunt. Ah, the bear Jew. Jew. 
or the Jew Hunter are said, we oh, drink. Yeah, you forgot about Donnie. <laughs> How could I yeah. forget about Donnie? I love him with all my heart. Whenever the narrator speaks, we drink. Whenever someone dies, we drink. Whenever a new language is spoken, we drink. Oh, wait, hold on. Whenever somebody dies, is going to fuck us up. Mm-hmm. Just because of that ending. You missed that. <laughs> wait, are we including like all the people? No, which I think it, I think what... Oh, wait, it's on-screen well, deaths. Okay, wait, stop. Yeah, they're wait, on pause, screen. Pause. Yeah. We'll come back to this in a minute. Is that all the rules, or have we gotten to our finish your drink yet? No, no, no yet. one more rule. Okay, go on your rule. All right, the next rule is um, whenever there's a new chapter, we drink. Okay. What is our finish our drink? Because I think it should be that ending in the theater. I think, it, yeah. Cool. The, when Operation, Operation Kino. Kino cool. Happens, yeah. That's what it should be. Yep. So I think finishing your drink is enough to re- to cover all of the single drinks for all the people. Okay. I mean, yeah, there's quite a few, but I don't know. We'll, I do, we'll just consider to, it listen, the drink. I want to talk about something other than Christoph Waltz on this podcast in a couple hours, so I would like to not drink for every single single individual person. Because if I'm getting shit-faced, that is all I'm talking about, and I am apologizing in advance. Lit. All right, well. Your girl's a thirsty bitch sometimes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think it's time we get to the movie. Three, two, one. Movie drugs. Well, they are. That's a tough one, buddy. The whole opening scene is in a different language. Okay, and I will read it, say it all to you because you guys clearly cannot understand it. How? Am I doing a good job, guys? Absolutely. A plus. They're gonna hear me say like yell with the bear Jew, and I'm like, what? Boob. Boob head bitch tits. <laughs> Boob a bitch tits. Can you think like a Jew? <laughs> what do you think, <laughs> audience? Just come out of the fucking hallway already. God. There he is. That's Eli Roth. He's a sick fuck. I think you're a Muppet of a man. <laughs> what? She's calling you a Muppet? No, I think I'm a very manly Muppet. No, you're a Muppety man. Wait for the cram. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey! Not the lights! God, Mom! What are we doing here? I don't know. Sam's calm, Daddy. Where the fuck are these dogs? Show us the dogs. Look at my ass now, bitch. Uh, right, uh, you can't! Well, he actually can. Shut the fuck up, Dan! Are you casting the spell on my boobs? What? He, he did this to me. Sensor. I walk up and he just did this. I'm doing some eye boobs. My boobs are Yep. Oh, give me a second. All right. Uh, there we go. I did it. Right. Start- I sat down. Who's starting off today? I'm starting off. I started. Started. Alright. What? Okay, so we're back. <laughs> oh my um, god. That was. Uh, and that was a lot. Okay, I know I say this like every podcast, but this is like the most drunk I've been. <laughs> you always start off the most drunk you've been and then you gradually get more sober as this yeah, goes well, on that's how time works Dan God. yeah but like I still have a drink here that I'm gonna be drinking like as I'm going listen I'm so not that we don't appreciate all of our listeners they're all great Kylie and Joe listen to us the most right pretty sure Kylie yeah. Joe hi Kylie the, and Joe how you doing okay can one of you three? Sorry to Chris, everybody else, Chris. Chris, Chris, no, Chris, Chris, I know you're here. Chris. Like I know Chris is here. I, you know James is probably here. 
Can, like, one of you guys go back and tally every time that Danny has said, this is the most drunk I've ever been, <laughs> and then, like, come back to us, please? I just, it's okay, just, okay. <laughs> like, God. a special shout-out to whoever figures out how many times Danny says, this I say is it, the like, most every drunk podcast. I've ever been. Dude, just like know. that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> This is the most drunk I've ever been. No, it's not. <laughs> what is the most drunk I've ever been then? Mm, uh, your twenty first birthday. birthday. <laughs> Definitely my no, birthday. No, I'm talking about like podcast. What, podcast what, what podcast is the most drunk you've been on? Because I know mine. What was yours? Yours is Dark Knight. No, mm, mm. I wasn't yours on is it. Definitely, dark. you hit your limit on Dark Knight. Uh, because I threw up, so I wasn't on it. Okay. But also, mine is Revenge of the Sith. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can see that. That well, that wasn't mine. Um, in case you disagree with that, why don't we go back to Dan's father texting him about Han- or Leia sitting on Han's face once a week? Yeah, it's true. Twice a week, twice a week. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wait, he sends you that twice a week? No, no, no. No, I said that <laughs> Leia sits on Han's face at least twice a week. And like oh, okay. and my dad, two my dad months was like, after the, the podcast, <laughs> his dad texted him about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, mine was definitely Dark Knight for yeah. sure. I think I yours, really don't know what mine was. I, yours has to have been Dark Knight as well. You were pretty drunk that. What? For that no, podcast. I don't know. What's the Zodiac? No, you can't was, think right now. I was I was okay on. He Zodiac. can't think right now. There was one other podcast that I, that I know <laughs> that I know for sure I was more drunk than Dark Knight. So I think I remember what podcast it was that I was actually more drunk on. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it was The Conjuring. And although, if you look at this and back, I might not sound that drunk, but trust me, I was very drunk, and I know exactly why. Okay. Because I only get drunk off beer, or I get, like, super drunk off beer for some reason, and it must be the carbonation or some shit like that. Which and then, that I, well, that night specifically, I was the most drunk, because we played Ride the Bus afterward. Oh, yeah. And I remember we played it before, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was... I don't know how beer gets you more drunk than liquor, because liquor is quicker, and it hits me like a fucking truck. I don't know. Certain don't. ones. Certain liquors hit me like a fucking truck. See, I get, like, mellow when I'm when I'm drinking liquor. I don't know how. Like, that's me with beer. Like, we're the exact opposite. That's just... I don't know. The beer, like, kind of fizzes me up, and, like, I'm, I'm like, well, wobbly and stuff. Are you, I don't know. Are you Irish? I might be. Because I am. So that's probably... I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm definitely Italian. I'm definitely Italian, Danish, Polish. I could I could be Irish. I don't know. You might not be. I mean, that's liquor is more prevalent, I think, in those countries, right? Than, Maybe. So you may have a higher tolerance for liquor, and I have a higher tolerance for beer since I'm probably mainly Irish. Oh, okay. Which would make yeah, sense. Probably right? does make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, we figured something out today. Yeah, go us. All right. Let's get back to Inglorious Bastards. So. Um, my first talking point was bub. Bub. Bub, bub was the first thing I wrote down. Uh, bub. Bub. I, I really fell off on reading the subtitles for the entire movie. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. She, she, <laughs> so anyone who watches the montage, in case we don't explain it, she was just saying, like, the the last word of whatever they were saying. No, so I started off. (laughs) I started off just, I was sitting there eating a pretzel. Like, I'm going to read every subtitle. I did it for like two minutes, maybe. They weren't talking a lot. Two minutes? And then I stopped paying attention. Try 20. I stopped, no, I stopped paying attention. 
and then didn't say anything for three minutes, and then out of nowhere, I just yelled cows. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think you almost pissed your pants. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I started pronouncing everything very poorly. Yep. Uh, yep. Madame Merlot, you're very welcome. Thanks for teaching me French for two years. Her even name was Merlot? I, uh, yeah. Really? M-E-R-L-O-W. Not even the good spelling. Oh, gross. Yeah. I hate her. Interesting. Yep. Unless she was a good teacher, therefore no, I love her. Um, everyone took what? French because she was hot. I thought she was kind of a bitch. Oh, okay. She's probably hot. Would Danny have thought she's hot? Yeah, she she's blonde <laughs> and had nice tits. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that's my car. All right. All right. <laughs> oh. But you're not blonde. You, you like blondes? I don't. Oh. Oh. What? Oh. oh. Anyway, this opening scene is pretty. pretty <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the blondes you like. Please stand by. Please stand by. Please stand by. So we're back. Think, uh, mm-hmm. She just beat the shit out of Danny. So. Ow. She beat. Me. Can we actually cut for a minute? I really got a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Our second piece. No, my ass is too fat. <laughs> These God aren't damn. good when they're warm. You can taste the I don't want to taste it. No, you can taste the alcohol like a little bit more. Which is why I don't like it. They're less sweet when they're warm. Ah! <laughs> I shouldn't have bought this. All right. So we're back. <laughs> um, oh, that's um, actually gross. Are we actually back? Yeah, we're actually back. We're actually back. Oh, my God. Um. So here's the first question I have. Can you think like a Jew? I think mm. I can. Can you, audience, can you think like a Jew? That'll be oh, the question at um, the end of the wait, podcast. Wait, wait, hang on. Please stand by. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing we're we're doing the third one. <laughs> we're doing the third one, everybody. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's gonna be. A- yeah, sorry for all the delays here. Uh, apparently, we while we were drunk, we decided to um, have a lot of please standbys. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, overuse our please standby too much. Again, I just want to repeat. This is why we t- sometimes talk about the movie. No, seriously, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Danny, what kind of notes you got? I know you had a lot in the first scene, so that's okay, what we're no, still no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Oh, and we're back. Okay, hi. Can you so, think like a Jew? I don't know. No, it's can you? Can, can you like think Jew? like a Jew? That is the question of this podcast. Can you? Th- oh, wow, right. that's so bigoted. <laughs> we can't even compete with this shit. Milk. 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 Yeah. Okay. So uh, I watched the video. I say, and it's how like all about the perversion of milk. You know how milk you usually associate with childhood. Yeah. And mm-hmm. cows and innocence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And brown cows. Yeah, and this the fucking Nazi drinks it. So feel bad about drinking milk. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Mic drop. Wow. That, but I'll, it knocks, I'll it knocks him down a tear or two. Makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. He's a little cr- well, I mean he's, meant he's to a little be weird. I know. It's a little weird. Watching yeah. this movie is very hard. <laughs> Cause I'm like, ooh, I'm like Oh yeah! Oh, he likes milk. Weren't you, the one said, weren't you the one that said that you would be like talking about him a lot in the end of this podcast? If I was drunk enough, spoiler alert, I'm not. I made pasta and I <sighs> I ate pasta too. Talked about corporations and politics for a little you, bit instead. I'm not did? talking about them now. Please what I'm don't. saying is I wasn't <laughs> drinking because I was too invested that'll, in that conversation. Just start a whole which other... makes me want to go back to school. I'm because I like discussions cool. like that. What about that? But then my friend said that I would get eaten alive by scary businessmen because I'm a pussy with no backbone, so I'm just going to go back into accounting. Well, your friends sound like assholes. Is he wrong, though? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, 
This is why we talk about the movie sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> exactly. And I'm sometimes the reason we, we never talk about it. Nah, nah, nah. Um, so yeah, that whole first scene is typical Tarantino dialogue. So yeah, like, well, I mean, the whole first scene is twenty minutes long. Yep. And so we're also going to talk about another scene that's like later in the movie that is that we barely paid attention to because you guys I don't were playing need to pay fucking. Attention to it. We, were, we were literally playing <laughs> heads up. <laughs> we were, so were they. That's why I started it. Oh right. <laughs> oh, that's why you started. Okay. Yeah, you didn't realize that. I really didn't. Hey, oh God. He's not the brightest. I'm itching my nose with the pop filter. <laughs> Thank you. Point proven. <laughs> yeah, point proven. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> He's rubbing his snot on the... Mm. <laughs> the hey, it's my pop filter, filter so who gives That's a shit? so attractive. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so go ahead and talk. Um, okay, so I think it's um, Perversion of Milk. Um, I mean, it just shows how Tarantino is just like a master of what he does. If you, he engages you for 25 minutes on a scene that's just him talking about fucking milk, like, I don't know. He's a master, man. You know what I mean? He's a very good... He... Like, oh, you go. He's very good at writing dialogue. Yeah. He's very good at directing dialogue. Well, so here's the thing. Hmm. Tarantino knows what he's good at, and he sticks to that, and he excels at it. I don't think he, like, he knows his audience by this point. I don't really Bunch think. Of fucking edge lords. <laughs> I don't <clears throat> listen. Tarantino stands. I said this fucking while we were watching the movie. I will say it again, especially like the Pulp Fiction, like the Reservoir Dogs boys, like the like the film majors who are like skinny white boys who like only drink IPAs and are gonna sexually assault you and then gaslight okay. you. Everything about that is true about me, except for the sexual assault, the gaslighting. Thank you for calling out the sexual assault and, and the IPAs and the yeah. IPAs. I don't drink. IPAs. But what I am saying <laughs> is, he knows his audience. I don't really think he's much of a risk taker. Explain. Like, every Tarantino feels like a Tarantino, and I don't think he does too much to try and change it up. Like, the closest thing I would say was maybe, like, like, I think Hollywood was, Hollywood may have been the least Tarantino, because it wasn't, like, your, like, you didn't really get, like, the there wasn't tacky that much. gore. Yeah. Well, I don't know, there was a lot of violence in yeah, that one. Yeah, there's a lot of violence, and there's a lot, the, the typical ending for Tarantino, well, but, but, like... But, like like when, like, when I think of Tarantino, I think of fucking, like, heads getting blown off in Pulp Fiction, and, like, Kill Bill, and then, like, the testicle shooting scene in Hateful yeah. Eight. And then it's like, you have the base, you have the bar fight scene in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. You know, it's like, Tarantino, he, has, Tarantino. His, he has his style, and that's fine. I don't know, I don't that, think that he, ending, though, for I don't, Hollywood. I don't remember Hollywood that well. Bro, the, he, they lit... They lit a girl on fire inside of a pool. Oh, right. Yeah, the flamethrower scene. They well, they that's very a, Tarantino. Yeah. They, they hit her in the face with a can of tomato soup <laughs> and had a dog chew on this guy's balls for a good 10 minutes. That's how I hope to go down. Tomato <laughs> soup, not the balls. Your, your balls? What I'm saying is I don't think that... Like, when he, when he first started coming out with stuff... Absolutely, called Tarantino a risk taker. He was he like he was trying to find his audience. He was making yeah. his way into the world. I'll give him that. But I think now, like speaking, like looking back at some of his stuff in twenty twenty one, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but it's like I think he just he knows what he's good at and he sticks to his guns. Okay, I guess I can. So makes him money though. Yeah, but that's also kind of why I don't he, love him that much. He's definitely like the GTA of directors. Yes, you know what I mean. Okay. Yes. That's fair. Like, it's like, 
I don't hate Quentin Tarantino. I do not hate most of the movies I've seen. I didn't love Pulp Fiction. I stopped watching Reservoir Dogs. I got like halfway through and I just tapped out. It just was not. It wasn't grabbing me. His period pieces, the three that I've seen, Missing Django. There's four. Hollywood. There's Hollywood, Hollywood, Django, Django, and Glorious Bastards. Yes. The three that I've seen, I love them all. They're my top three Tarantino movies. But it's like, I don't... Like, I cannot watch Kill Bill. I don't think I will ever be able to watch Kill Bill. I think the gore is tacky. I don't like it. That's the point. Yes, and this is why I have a very hard time with Tarantino. I think... It's just like, I think over blood and the gore it's just it, it's tacky to me it doesn't like do anything for me i don't think it's funny i don't think it's cool like i, I just i don't love it all right let's i get that i'm just i'm not a white boy <laughs> Can't like it. i didn't like fight club yeah because i'm not a white man i don't love tarantino because i'm not a oh, white okay. man in, in my in in fight club's defense that whole movie was the commentary about that yeah is about saying hey that's that's not good I know, but it's also like it's still like Some like knowing like, into that, knowing that Fight Club <laughs> is like a satire or whatever, and it's supposed to be like a commentary on like society or whatever. I just it doesn't do it for me. You live in a society, yeah. <laughs> isn't that right, Batman? And it's like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm a basic bitch who fucks with La La Land, and like I know that, and I can call myself out on that. Mm. Yeah, but. It's just, it's, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with him knowing his audience and sticking to his guns. Yeah. No, definitely. He he doesn't disappoint me. No. Yeah. But then that also kind of brings up the question of, like, Quentin Tarantino as a person. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to go to. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, yeah. So. So, That's uh, cool. (laughs) Jinx. Who wants to start? So, I'll start with it. So, um, I was talking to Danny about this during the movie. And um, how Tarantino could totally be that creepy movie guy that was talking to that girl when she was on the ladder. Tarantino, he totally could, yeah. He could totally be that guy because, like, he's like, oh, I love that movie or whatever. And then, like, I don't know, his feet or whatever. I don't know. I don't know his feet or <laughs> whatever. Tarantino, when, but, yeah. It's when that soldier's talking to Shoshana. She's setting up the yeah. letters on the yeah, cinema. By the way, dude has got to take a fucking hint. Yeah, that's yeah. Jesus Christ! But anyway, but yeah. But if, I can. If he is Tarantino, I do not think that Quentin Tarantino is the best of human beings. I I, I can't believe that he he's a, he's he doesn't have some skeletons in his closet. Yes. I just can't believe it because I mean this movie was with the Weinstein Company. I so. wasn't even gonna go to that not, yet. Not well. I went not, there. We're Instant, going there, but not yet. I'm not instantly like connecting him to to Weinstein, but there's but, gotta so be. So the problem is because I understand like Kevin Smith. I don't believe he's that kind of person. Yeah, anything, and he's but, another one of one of the no, mentees but, that was under Weinstein. So like, but I understand. what I'm saying is like with how close Quentin Tarantino was to Weinstein. Like he was like his prodigy. Yeah. And it's like the, and like like I'm not trying to kink shame here. But and, every single person I have known who has a foot fetish has been fucked up. <laughs> yep. I'm really not trying to kink shame here. Like you like what you like, we all have our things. Like I get it. I'm not one to talk. Yeah. But feet. But it's like And as much as he does. It's the way he talks about certain things. Mm-hmm. And like I remember in an interview, say Tarantino is, is my favorite director. I want to get that out. Yep, he's my favorite director. I like his art. Yeah, 
But him as a person, I'm not sure if I can get behind. Quentin Tarantino is an edge lord because I've I've seen I've seen interviews and he's he's talked kind of creepily about about women. <laughs> like I don't really it's it's hard because like like Quentin Tarantino is definitely one of those guys where like if like when so when I was in high school we we read Fences yeah and Fences says the n word a lot and my yeah. teacher said that like you can read it. And all the boys volunteered to read fences because they wanted to say they the N word and emphasize yeah. the R and just be aggressive yeah. as possible yeah, 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 yeah. with it. And Tarantino kind of feels like that kind of person to me. See, I don't see. I don't get that vibe from him. I think he's. Um, uh, see, I don't want to say. I don't want to say it, but I think he because he's my favorite director. Just say it. I think. I think he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I think, and then because we kind of. I've kinda, seen him support. The more like non edge lord movement. We come to the discussion of recognizing your fave is problematic, like separating the art from the artist. You know, yeah. I that's like the the way you got to live by. I think there's a line. Music artists. Like I think. And... Stop talking about Johnny Craig. We get it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think. I think. I'm just saying. Some people deserve to like some things. We should separate. Cancel culture is a really really hard thing. I don't believe in that I at all. I think some people should be canceled, but cancel culture can't. I was just gonna say, Harvey Weinstein does not deserve a platform. Verifiable actual crimes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think this is gonna go down in history uh, as Movie Drunks' most most edited podcast because hot damn, we went on like a twenty minute tirade on how Quentin Tarantino is weird, and then you know tying it to. The recent firing of Gina Carano from The Mandalorian again. Like I think we cut out like a solid like twenty minutes of this podcast just yeah. in one section. Yeah, like, we're not going to go into it with Gina Carano, but because we've already gone into it before. Yeah, so so we don't need to go into that anymore. But like, yeah, basically the highlights of it were like, oh, Quentin Tarantino is a little sketchy. <laughs> that's, basically. that's basically like the gist of what we were trying to talk about there. The next mm. thing I wrote was. Fisted, and I don't know why I wrote. Fist. Oh right, right. Because oh, Hugo, yeah. Hugo the guys was trying. Down. That's a terrible way to die. Yeah, yeah. That's so gotta suck. The dude got like fisted down the fucking throat. I assume like, he oh broke his jaw. Yeah, I just assume that he, he suffocated to death. Dude, that's oh, that's like gruesome. My God. Oh, that um, makes me think of fucking um the girl who died in the Dale of Pass incident. Yeah, with their tongue. Yep. Um, to briefly go a little off topic, there was one of <laughs> the one one of the victims, her tongue had been ripped out from the root. And you know, like they, they theorize now that there was like a certain type of avalanche, and then the people who were found later with the really weird injuries, like her tongue missing and their eyes missing, they think the animals ate those parts because it was soft tissue. But could she have been like frozen but still alive? I don't think so. And then I don't think that's how that works. Oh, okay. But the thing was, they found, like, gallons, or, like, pints or gallons or whatever of coagulated blood in her stomach, which means that her heart was still pumping when her tongue had been ripped out. Nope. Oh, thanks. Yep. So that makes me think of the guy getting the fish shoved down his throat. Gross, man. Nope. Yep. (laughs) The big thing I talked a lot about during this movie is, like, how the guy, Daniel Bruhl, the guy who played Baron Zemo in Civil War... (laughs) He does not look anything like he does. I would not shut up about this. I would not shut up about it. And it sucks because... He doesn't look like he does in Civil War. Like, what the fuck is this? This is only, like, four years... Four or five years before Civil War. I haven't seen Civil War. Yeah, this is 2009. 
Oh, yeah, it was fuck. seven years before. Okay, maybe then. No, oh, God. Shit. Wait, are you saying that Civil War came out five yeah, years when ago? They filmed it, it was like... I still haven't seen it, boys. Yep, there you go. Well, Doing great. What, like, they... Women. They filmed it probably, like, late 2014, early 2015, <laughs> but, like, still. Yeah, that is a while. Fuck. Oh, my God. Never mind. All right, I'm yeah. just dumb. All right. Well, yeah, um, it's hard to believe this movie came out 11 years ago. Yeah, like, I don't believe that at all. Or 12 years ago. Right? 12? 12. I think... 12. Oh, my God. Jojo Rabbit is definitely... Jojo Rabbit came out in 2019, right? Yeah. Jojo Rabbit is definitely the 2019 version of Inglorious Bastards. Really? Like I do not. Mm. I don't think. I don't think that Inglorious Bastards could have come out. I mean, it's a Nazi movie, yes, but like, I don't know if it. Like I wonder if it could have come out like in 2020. I think it's because it's Tarantino. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Oh, like I'm glad that certain Tarantino movies came out when they did. Tarantino's got some sort of immunity with Hollywood. It's weird. I don't understand it. I don't know, man. The the first thing I wanted to oh. I, I missed the point on my lo- list is the uh, um the first time the bear Jew was introduced when he just fucking came out like Negan swinging Donnie. I was like Jesus fucking Christ yeah, yeah. holy shit uh, yeah. like dude I I mean, tell I, me about <clears throat> this man's movie oh Eli what? Roth yes tell me about this man's oh, movie hostile <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so it's just very gory and like it makes you not feel I mean, good he also did the hmm. Green Inferno Green Inferno was just. I honestly didn't like that movie. I, I thought it was really bad. I've never heard of these. Bums me out. I like the Bear Jew. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't put on like 20 pounds of muscle for this role. Oh, good for him. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Hmm. Like, he's he's not that big in real life. <laughs> Bummer. Um, but yeah, like... I like the, I, I like the build-up, and I like the kind of comedy that came with too like... too much build-up. No, it's not. Like, his entrance, like, I agree, dude, a little bit too much. Like, it takes five minutes for it to fucking come out of the goddamn okay, but tunnel. Like, yeah. like it's, it's, it's there, and then it gets old, and then it gets funny because it got old. Yeah, that's fair. All right. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, like, if we're going to talk about too much build-up, I think we can kind of do the same thing with the... Margaretti, uh, Dominic DeCoco, that and Gorlami. That was so funny, though. Yeah, that's no, the funniest wrong, like, scene. That's one of my favorite scenes, like the... Gorlami. 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 Again, I think that could be another thing we could say about Tarantino in general, is like maybe some of his stuff... Does he get old after, after a little while? I... I mean, not in Once Upon a Time. I don't. I can't think of a single part in Once Upon a Time that it gets. But I think, like, like maybe his his. I, I'm I'm in the minority here because I don't love him. I just like it's. I don't love him either. Well, I do. Yes, you do. What do you do? Your favorite director. You just said that. I can critically examine his (laughs) movies. (laughs) While every Nolan movie feels like a Nolan, I feel like they're all different enough. Where like (laughs) no, I completely disagree with that. I think they're way too cold. There's no characters in any of them. The only Dark, characterization Dark is Dark Knight <laughs> with the Joker. And that, that's literally all props to his brother, Jonathan, who wrote the script. And then Heath Ledger, who See, I feel like you're wrong with that. Oh, oh, okay. oh okay, let's hear it. Go for it. Um, You can apply that to Dunkirk. Dunkirk has nothing. You can probably apply that a little Dunkirk bit. Dunkirk doesn't even have a story. You can probably apply that a little bit to Interstellar. Interstellar. I don't love Interstellar. <laughs> I disagree with that with Tenet. I think Tenet did a good job. The protagonist? They didn't even care to give him a name. Yep. Yeah, I'm just saying, they didn't even care to bring, give him a name. He's pure, the, Tenet is purely pro, plot. 
I'm just saying. Um, Rob Pattinson absolutely has character. Okay. Don't yeah. ask me his name. <laughs> I'm really failing here. It's just his his okay, acting. Okay, but you know, who is, you know yeah. whose name I also don't remember? Anyone in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They were characters, but what I'm saying is I don't remember their names, so you can't make faces Brad at Pitt's me. Brad Pitt's character's name is Cliff. You can't make faces can at me. Not, but you cannot not, say that Brad Pitt doesn't have character. No, but in what the I'm movie. saying is you can't make faces at me for not remembering Rob Pattinson's name in Tenet when I when like I don't fucking remember anyone's name in Hollywood. I think it's Larry. Maybe I feel like it's Larry. That it's sounds not, right. It's not Larry. But what I'm saying is I don't think you're right with Tenet, and I think that you are wrong with Memento and Prestige. Prestige is is Nolan's best movie, I think. It's Memento re- is a little hard to have character solely based on what the movie is. Leo is yeah. Rick, but first of all. Rick. It's Rick in in one. Brad Pitt is Cliff. I know. Yes. I know he's Cliff. Charles Rick. Manson's in it. Cliff. Charles Manson's Rick. in Rick. it. Rick. Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. Yeah, right. but like the were there real people? She's it's not, hard. She's not a real person in that movie. She's just there to almost get killed and, and then, be pretty, and then yeah. Margot and have so dirty pretty. feet. Why did I whistle? I Margot know. Robbie's so pretty. Yeah, but I, I want to look at her and not see Harley Quinn. I really, really want to. I want to look at her and not see Naomi. Uh, who? From Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. You weren't there. I didn't finish it. Oh, Naomi. Naomi. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> um. So, Seb, Seb, can you Hello. look up what Cats and yes. Jammer is? What? What? Cats and Jammer. Look at look at how it's spelled on my phone. It's, it's like in the Oh, top. like a cats and jammer kid? Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know. It's some fucking childhood kid thing. What? Probably a kid who grew up on movies or something. Right? Yeah. In Germany. I guarantee it's something like that. I don't know. But that that was R.G. Hickox. Um, it is a band. More importantly, it is a hangover. Oh. So hangover. wait, wait. So so Archie Hickox's mom was giving him alcohol and he was getting hangovers watching movies the the next day. Is that is that what I'm supposed Probably. to believe? Probably. This is the, the the most insane theory. Well, it's not insane. But what? Who? What was the person's name? Archie Hickox. I definitely Archie. thought Michael you Fassbender. said Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. We won't go there. We won't go there. We've done too much Next week. Not next week. Anyway, keep going. Um. So. Um. Cass and Jammer, so he has a hangover as a kid. It's I Germany. I don't it's, know. It's it's Germany. It's Germany. Yeah, that's all I can really it's say. It's fucking Germany. Um, but that leads us perfectly into my favorite scene. And um, Heads up in the bar. Uh, the bar scene? I Dude, I love this scene. It's so... It's a half hour long. It yep. doesn't feel like it in the slightest. No. Um, you're You're entirely on the edge of your seat. And like... I didn't take thorough notes on this one because we were because you were fucking playing, we were playing heads up at the time. Yeah, listen, I've seen this movie like four times now. It's fine. I've only seen it but once. I was trying to pay attention. I like how work. I like how Tarantino. This is another thing of why Tarantino's a master at what he does. Mm-hmm. He can just say lines of dialogue, keep me engaged, and at the same time ratchet up the tension just slightly, just slightly. You know, the, the small introduction of of the um, the SS guard or whatever. Coming in and be like, "Hey, we're all good friends. I know Bridget von Hammers, Mark. Let's have a conversation. You know, we're all yeah. hanging out in the bar together." And then that he interrupts them getting intel, and then that it slowly, in the slow, small like introductions to why of clues of why they aren't actually Germans. And I love the geniusness behind the German three because, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't 
I mean, when that happens, you see you see like the SS kind of kind of like look at him sideways a little bit, but you don't exactly know what he did to tip him off. And then this, the entire scene happens where everything falls apart, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, and that's after like twenty minutes of buildup, in which you're still you're fully on the edge of your seat for the entire time, and because you're just you're just kind of involved and you're having a fun time watching them play this game, and like I actually played this game with my with my family. I'm pretty sure it's just it's the headbands. Is that like a that's like the the actual the it, name of the game? It's, yeah, it's something like that. It's kind of like I mean, it's literally heads up, except you're just you, you just it's all one it, thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's you know, and then you have you have them build up with the King Kong thing, and it's, you you're having fun <laughs> watching the characters be the characters, mm-hmm. and then everything comes to a head when he just this, where he just holds up three fingers and like, oh, that's not the German three. This is the German three. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. more of a French accent, but um, it's just genius. I don't know what I can say. It, you know, it's just it's a great twist. Yeah, and then you know the everybody fucking dies. You still see blood in the air afterwards. Like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Like, oh my fucking god. See, if oh. I was writing the scene, I would have made. I would have let what Wilhelm live. <clears throat> I'm gonna say because like I like the fact that he's a dad. He's a new dad, he's and like he just dad. had a kid. And then Bridget von Hammersbach fucking goes fucking ham on him. He's like, like at least six bullets in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, damn, she hold, she cold. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She don't give no fuck. She don't give no fucks. And, like, okay, Wilhelm's negotiation skills are kind of stupid. Because he's, like, he could have clearly, you know, explained to Aldo, like, hey, I'm at a disadvantage here because I'm at the lower level. You have the height advantage on me, and you, as you said, you have grenades that you can just throw down on me. So what I would like to do is escort Miss Von Hammersmark out of the building with my gun with your with your arms down, you are no better yet. You can have guns on me, mm-hmm. and let me escape while get while I give you von Hammersburg. I just want to live and go see my son. Clear, like I thought of that. Like you know, it's like the fifth time I've seen this movie. So <laughs> it did take me a little while to get to it, but for a strategic arms or you know strategic military officer, I think you'd come up with that conclusion. In the, in the okay. heat of the moment, I think you could do that. If it took you five tries, it should at least it should take him no more than three. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yes, you are, darling. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, so but I'm just saying, he could have gotten out of that alive, and um, you know, if Von Hammer's mark wasn't such a bitch. Welcome to Structure 101 with your host, Danny Wass. Take me. So, time for another Structure 101, which is my favorite segment, because that's me. Um, I wanted to break down Inglorious Bastards based on three-act structure and how it ironically fits into it. And I, I didn't think it would. Um, but we have the inciting incident where um, Nazi hunter uh, Landa finds Shoshana's family in the, you know, the opening scene for 20 minutes. That's the inciting incident that drives Shoshana on her journey, right? And then we cut to... Um, we, I mean, we cut to the bastards where we introduce them. That's not really part of the structure yet. But then we have the first plot point where Shoshana's living in, uh, is it France? No, no. Is it Germany? Or is it France? No, it's France. I don't know. Where it is. Well, she, she owns a theater now. Um, and she's now going by Emmanuel Mimieux. Uh, that's her new name. And she owns a theater. And then she gets propositioned by the creep guy, Daniel Brule, <laughs> who... Uh, wants to take her out on a date, and he's got to take a fucking hint. 
Um, we get a first pinch point where um, she's at dinner with Landa, where it's kind of like, oh, she she gets she comes into contact with the with the antagonistic force yep. for the second, uh, and then the kind of background story is that Inglorious Bastards are kind of coming up with their situation. We don't get their the meat of their um, story until the second half. Sorry, cut in within a cut in. I just wanted to mention that uh, Tarantino is a genius because he lets you uh, relate to an actual Nazi with Max or Maximilian or the, what's his name, Wilhelm. Uh, yeah, yeah, Willie. So Willie, he has a kid now, and you you, know, you forget for a second. I forgot every time watching this movie that oh shit, that guy's a Nazi. Yeah, right. And cut him within a cut in. What the fuck are we doing? We're crazy. Yep. Um, but the midpoint is when they're both in the bar after the bar scene, where they both. Both Shoshana and Inglorious Bastards, they come to the conclusion that, hey, we can blow up this theater and yep. end the war. So that's the midpoint where like everything kind of turns on its head. Uh, second pinch point is when um, everyone's killed in the bar. Because that's where the antagonist's yeah. force is coming again. Then the third plot point, they go to the premiere um, in the Gorlami scene. Gorlami. Uh, Gorlami. And um, what's her face? Von Hammersmark. Yeah. Uh, Gets murdered by Landa. Climax, um, obviously, when the cinema blows up. Yeah. Um, from Sosh- Shoshana burning everyone. And then the Glorious Bastards kind of doing a little bit of help. Mm-hmm. And then a climactic moment. Um, uh, theater blows up and Hitler is killed. So I guess yeah. that's like the true climax. Um, and yeah. then the resolution. Landa is betrayed by... Um, well, Landa betrays the Nazis. And then he's betrayed by the Americans because he's a terrible, terrible human being. Yep, and he likes his milk. And that was Structure 101 with your host, Danny Wass. That was me. Unrelated, but sort of related. <laughs> so. Everything is unrelated this episode. I mean, it's but not. It's not. It. It's at least related to the movie itself. So, Landa, um, who was played by, you know, Christoph Waltz, was originally supposed to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah, me too. That would have been weird as fuck. Yeah. Because like, then one and Glorious Bastards would have won no Oscars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> and two, Christoph Waltz just has a little bit more of like a chill than yeah. Leo does. I think especially like he's more. He likes his milk. In 2009, what had Leo been in? Titanic. <laughs> that was 97. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like. Like I don't know, I don't know Christoph Waltz's track record to he, back last, me up on this. But his like, last big movie, his last Leonardo's last big yeah. movie was The Departed. Uh, I mean, I guess which and he should have won. For and it. he was mm-hmm. probably shooting Inception at the time. But so, what I'm saying was, is, like, yeah, could he, he could he have pulled off the vibe that we needed for Landa? No. I, don't think I so. really don't think it, you need you know, a he, German actual, uh, like an actual German speaking actor. But like I Christoph also, Waltz. I also think yeah. that Leo would have needed to age a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't think like yeah. if, if you would like if if you give me like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Leo, I think he could have done okay. Uh-huh. I can't look at the role and see anyone other than like Christoph Waltz really, but I think that like if this movie came out now i think leo would have been a good option i just think he was too young at the time and like he was too green you know i wouldn't say he's too green because he's he's he was acting since the early 90s but well but it's like for this specifically i think it would have been specifically he needed he needed to have that chill kind of yeah i just know i his i think of the meta kind of thing with leo would come into play where like 
you see him as more of a warmer character. And he, mm-hmm. I'm glad he was able to shed that for Django Unchained. Like, mm-hmm. you know how... Um, but, you know what I mean. Hereditary was less scary and more, like, chilling. Okay. Leo, like, couldn't... Like, not that he needs to be scary, but, like, he couldn't give that, like, chilling feeling. It needs and to I be definitely, right off the bat. Like, I definitely get that. Especially with, like... Like, I mean, I know in, in our defense, the screen fucking froze with the milk scene between... Oh, my God, twice. Um, it's a... Between, like, the father and Landa. So we just had to stare at Christoph Waltz for, like, a minute. Yeah, but his his expression was just like... It's just like that. You know what I mean? That, like, goes straight to your bones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think Leo could have done it. Yeah. No, he needs to be more intimidating, for sure. I will give Tarantino one thing. I never really have problems with his casting. Yeah, well, I mean... Not not really regarding his casting, Mm -hmm. but regarding Landa as a character. Mm -hmm. Landa as a character. That he considers that his best character that he's ever written. Yes. And he, he almost scrapped the entire movie because he couldn't find the right actor to cast in the movie. Mm. So I'm like, hey, like, I'm glad you found him. Yeah, for real. If the only, I think the only thing that I don't really love is, um, I wasn't in love with Channing Tatum's character in Hateful Eight. Yeah, that could have been done better. That was better. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, I think that I can't really think of many Tarantino roles that haven't been cast to perfection. And like I I can criticize him as much as I want, but I think like him like not that Inglorious Bastards would have been a bad movie with someone else in that role, but I think him nearly almost scrapping it if that's true. Like I think him waiting for this one person being Christoph Waltz was one of the best decisions he's made. Mm. That's, that's and I mean, it sure. got him an Oscar, so clearly it paid off. Yeah, his first Oscar. That was his first Oscar. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Point proven. One of his first movies too. I think he did Zero Theorem before this, and then nothing. Oh, wait, Christoph Waltz. Christoph I was definitely Waltz. talking about no, Tarantino. I was Tarantino. That was his first Oscar. No. That was the first really? Oscar Tarantino won. Oh wow! I mean, I didn't expect that because he won the Point Palme d'Or for, for Pulp Fiction. He yeah, won the, no. the, the best award for can for the Cannes Film Festival. That's weird. Yeah, well, no. Nope. Um, Whatever. No. Well. I, I don't, I'd equate a okay, Palme d'Or to, to, like, the, the, so, an Oscar. So, they don't consider Christoph Waltz, the first article that popped up, they don't consider Christoph Waltz winning an Oscar for Tarantino. He got one in 1995 for co-writing Pulp Fiction. He co-writ Pulp so Fiction for, with it, it Roger screenplay? Avery. It won screenplay? Is um, what you're saying? I think so. Tarantino's Oscars. Keep talking. I'll check. What the fuck? All right, anyway, um, so we're going to Gorlami. Gorlami. Um, Dude, best scene. Did we already say that? My favorite uh, It was your fa- yours and Sam's favorite Antonio Margarete. Margarete. Gorlami. Gorlami. Yeah, yeah. Um, Antonio that- de Coco. And we'll just make a part of that. Anyway, um, what else do you got there around that area? Um, I mean, I said, dude, Landa is so fucking terrifying. Um, I said, what the fuck, Mike Myers? Oh, yeah. That was weird. Was he was weird. just there. It was really weird. He was yeah. in an ser- actual serious role for once. Like, yeah. I really can't think of any other like, serious roles he's in. Uh, like, I only know him from, you know, Wayne's World, Shrek, Cat in the Hat, <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I don't. I can never see him in a serious role ever in my life. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> Party time. Excellent. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike Myers is always going to be the fucking funny guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It won Best Original Screenplay in 95. Really? That's yep. Okay. Um, but again, he co-wrote that, so... I mean, it technically is his first Oscar, then. It's his first Oscar, not his sole one, but that being said, he also didn't win anything for Inglorious Bastards, technically speaking, Christoph Waltz did. Yeah. It's a shame, because, I mean, even the last line of the movie, um, he's like, uh, Udovich, I think this might be my masterpiece. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was clearly, like, a meta line, at least to me. I think it was. I can see it. Because, I mean, hey, I, I really don't think he's topped himself yet. Um, just based on like, like the the amount of has Tarantino only won two Oscars? I guess so for Django I, and Pulp Fiction. He won screenplay for Django, right? Yeah. yeah. He Wait, hasn't won a no, director. Was a director? No, he hasn't it won was director it? yet. It was screenplay. He's not. Gonna Who director. won director of the year of Hollywood? That was um. That was 2019. So it was Parasite. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bong Joon Ho. 2020. Yeah. Uh, the 2020 Oscars. But yeah, that's fine. Um, Is it? Going yes. back a little bit to... Think, um, I, I had a different pick so for 2020. Go back a little bit to Eli, Eli Roth. Um, oh, yes, please. So when he was asked to like get into character for um, being the bear Jew mm-hmm. and everything, um, <laughs> yeah. he, um, he, wanted to, he was wearing wool underwear and he said, it makes you want to kill anything. Um, and Understandable, he, he, but he, also questionable. And he also stated that um, he had his girlfriend secretly add some Hannah Montana music onto his iPad or iPod, and um, when he listened to it, it inexplicably made him um, able to tap into the violent nature of the Bear Jew. <laughs> that's yeah, hilarious. That's the thing. Yeah, the little the music I'm concerned you about this to. man's girlfriend. I'm concerned. I'm concerned about this man's mental health. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like it inspired a psychotic murder of a character. Yep. Wool underwear and Hannah Montana made the bear Jew. That's wow. like low key, like <laughs> Loki. A little concerning. Yeah, a little bit. A little like, bit. Oh, <laughs> this is a man like who made Hostel, so... I haven't seen it. I didn't you, know that it existed before you, you guys want told to. me. It's really I'm not fucking gross. I okay. didn't know that it existed before you guys told me tonight. That man's gotta be into some weird shit. Yep. Yeah. If he's getting into character with wool underwear and Hannah Montana, I do not want to know what this man does in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though. I have too many questions that I do not want answered anymore. For real. I mean, I... I don't know. When it comes back to the movie, I don't know. Um, Sam Jackson makes a cameo. Does he? I mean, yeah, he's the narrator. The narrator. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought that was pretty cool because Tarantino or Sam Jackson's. I think he's in every movie, not including Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. He's. I don't think in he's barely in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's barely in. Does he just like say some stuff? I think he's a background character, probably in like one of the scenes. Sam Jackson is yeah. just the Stan Lee of the Marvel movies, or of the Tarantino movies. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> technically, he's not in Kill Bill Volume 1, but he's in 2. Yeah. Okay. But Volume 1 and Volume 2, Tarantino continue, con- considers, considers it Kill one. Bill 1. Yeah. That's why they just split Hateful it. Eight is the 8th movie and not the ninth. Mm-hmm. Last thing I really have in my notes is that, um, yay, shoot Hitler. That's a bingo. 
That's the best thing I wrote. Second best line in the movie is Gorlami. Best line in the movie is that's a bingo. It's a bingo. <laughs> that's how they say it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my we, god, he said the sh- whole line. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. So good. So for Ortiz, we shouldn't have said that's bingo. We should have said Gorlami. Gorlami. We, we should no, have said Gorlami. I was, I was petitioning with you. So I was I was I know, I couldn't remember, I was, dude. I couldn't um, remember which was worse. Ticket signing. I don't, I don't really know. know if we would have opinions on this. Do you have like a this is a weird question to ask. Do you have a favorite Hitler? What? Because like oh, a favorite version of oh, Hitler. Like, like what I'm saying is like this casting of Hitler, <laughs> like this casting of Hitler. Whoever this man is, I don't like him. Um, I'd say I'd have to say the guy who plays Hitler in Downfall. You know the one that was memed to death. Um, oh. with like him like or, like yelling it at all the soldiers. He's like, we're 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 losing the war. Blah blah blah. But they would like make it about like chicken nuggets or some shit. I mean. I haven't seen too many Hitler movies, so like, like where Hitler's like in the cast, I, I, I honestly probably have to say Jojo Rabbit. I was he in Jojo Rabbit? I don't. Was Hitler in Jojo Rabbit? He oh, was I'm the fucking f- stupid! You are fucking <laughs> stupid, Taika Waititi. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought you meant like legit, like I don't know. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, I but I like Downfalls Hitler because he 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 looks like he looks more. I don't know. He looks. He doesn't look like Hitler. I. I don't know. If we're going purely by looks, probably Taika Waititi. Taika for sure. Because he's got like the slenderness, but he doesn't. He uh, Taika's tall though. Taika is tall. Hitler was gen- was generally okay. like a smaller, average height. Not man. seeing downfall. Um, the whoever played him, like just looking at photos of it, he did a good job. Like I think he got vibes across well. Like, when I see that photo, I'm like, yo, that's Hitler. Yeah. Uh, I did really like Taika Waititi just because Jojo Rabbit was fun. Yeah. I like the portrayal of Hitler, if I'm being totally yeah, honest. Yeah, Hitler's fun like, now. <laughs> like, like, that's really bad to say, but, like, it yeah, was... Yeah, yeah. It was a fun movie. They made Hitler funny. That's really, I mean, really that's dangerous best, territory. That's the best thing you can do, though. That's, make him a joke, and then... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we got real for a second. Hello, but, listeners. Today so. has been rough. It has been rough. Um, I think we're we're wrapping up here. I don't have any more notes. I don't know if anybody else has anything we'll talk no. about. No, I got nothing, bro. Surprisingly, right. like for someone who didn't take a lot of notes, I talked a lot on this podcast. Yeah, was, some of, was some of it not relating to the movie? Sure, a lot of it. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm proud of myself this time. Yeah, I liked this one. This is one of my better ones. It's good. We should That's edit good. this tomorrow, please. You're gonna enjoy next week's <laughs> movie too, then. So, oh boy, have I been waiting for this one? All right. Anyway, I. I'm going to give the movie 85, blood alcohol content. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. I definitely want to see it against Soper. So uh, maybe that would change my mind. But, like, I'm going to stick to an 85 right now. All right. Um, I think I would give this one... Don't get, don't hit me. I'm going to give it a 95 because I think it's a masterful satire. Mm-hmm. And I, we didn't really talk too much about this, but I think it turns the camera on to the audience to be, like... Um, as a commentary on propaganda, because you know a lot of a, a big plot line is um, about nation's pride mm-hmm. and about how propaganda can really shape an entire ideology and make it look good. Well, so um, I like the part where you brought up was it Wilhelm yeah. and how he was a new dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like things that are kind of commentary like a little bit here and there with showing you the other side not that the nazis are the best example but it's nice to like kind of question morality 
Mm-hmm. And like not saying that the Nazis were good people, not saying they were moral or whatever, but it's like like you're like, oh, this guy was a new dad, just let him go home to his son, and then you wonder like, is Aldo Rain really the good guy or whatever? For like mm-hmm. for a split second there. Yeah, because he I, does all these questionable acts. Yeah, and it's like scalping. like playing The Witcher a lot right now. That happens a lot in The Witcher where like you go out like you're doing these jobs for these people, like you're killing, and you wonder like like the Witcher brings up morality a lot, and it gives you the decision of you just killed this huge monster and you almost died, but do you take this person's coin because like the monster killed their husband or something, or like do you take it to benefit you or do you leave it so they can support their family? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's really I really like seeing things that comment on morality and like it's nice to see the other side a little bit, but again the Nazis are a little bit of a bad example because you should not sympathize with them. Well I think that that was kind of well, too well, Tarantino's don't, don't, point though. Don't sympathize with Hit- with Hitler. Uh, no, never mind. I'll just say this after don't sympathize yeah, with the Nazi voice. He was trying to get you to empathize with with the basis of a man having a son. Yes. Mm. Besides the point and of then, him being a like, Nazi, you, you wonder like, did these people have a choice? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was a big thing because mm-hmm. the actual Nazi movement wasn't wasn't these trained military. Yeah, it's people. like it was your neighbors. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that that's the fucking mm-hmm. scary part. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what would you give this one? Um, going into it, having seen this movie a couple times, I was probably going to give it a ninety or ninety-five. I think I want to bump it down. A little bit to maybe around an 85. It just doesn't... Like, it doesn't... Maybe an 80. Fuck, hang on. <laughs> I don't think I that... A lot of our movies are 4.5 stars. No, I know. But so, I'm, but, no, but what the other thing... What I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like... How rewatchable is it? I've seen this movie seven times. I think I it's very rewatchable. I know you have, but it's like, it's... It's rewatchable, but, like, some parts, I think, drag on a little too long. Like that one scene I was going to talk about, which the, we did. With some the, of the dialogue The music scenes. video scene, where it was basically like, with gasoline, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The scene with Shoshana and Landa in the restaurant. That could have been skipped. There were, the, I don't, I don't, it, it doesn't, it can't be skipped, but it, it, it could have been faster or It's whatever. just, it's in a way, like... Parts of this movie sometimes feel like I'm watching well, eight short films. Well, okay, so yeah, I get that. Tarantino originally this movie was three hours and ten minutes long, mm-hmm. and then they cut this movie down in two days to two mm-hmm. and a half hours. Like I would love to so, see, I would love to see like the director's cut of Inglorious Bastards. Like give me the full three hours and ten minutes. Yeah. So like, I mean, like like we're <laughs> talking about the Snyder cut. Uh, yeah. Give me. <laughs> I'm not excited at all for. Give that. me the OG Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Show me what I'm missing. That being said, I think, like, I while it's a fantastic movie, and it's hard because, like, this has definitely become my favorite Tarantino, I do think that this is his masterpiece. And, like, I, I honestly, I don't think he can top it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be very hard it's, to. Like, I know a lot of people probably say that, like, Django comes close. People said that you couldn't top Pulp Fiction. He did it with Inglourious yeah. Bastards, so it is still possible. I wouldn't put it past him. I just, like, after tonight, I question it's rewatchability mm-hmm. a little bit but it's like you could also watch this movie and focus on a different character each time like you could watch this movie for Landa you could watch this movie short for Shoshana you could watch the movie for Elder Rain that's a good point so it's like maybe I'm wrong here I think I want to settle on an 80 oh, I'm just gonna write that 80 down. or 85 what gives it a four star 
Eighty, probably. Giving it an eighty. <laughs> All right, hold on. So, hold on, let me do that again. Let me do math again. <laughs> We're trying to figure out letterboxed uh, like ratings. Even like even if I give it a little bit of a lower rating, I think it's still a. I think it's still four and a half. It would still be four and a half. <laughs> well, no what? Even if I get it, but give me an eighty-three because I'm in that toss above eighty to eighty-five. Okay. Well, so, call so it my. This is my chemistry regents. Fantastic. Uh, I wish I did better on that. I. This is my favorite Tarantino. I would absolutely like, like, give this movie like the like. Mm-hmm. Like it's just. Oh yeah, this is definitely this is my favorite Tarantino. Nothing movie. can compare to this. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Oh, because I feel like there's so many stories going on. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's a little like I want to. I don't want to say that, but what makes it hard to rewatch because like you would want to rewatch it so many times because there's so many stories going on, but sometimes it just gets like a little muddled. Because mm, I, I feel that. like like there's, you've got the stuff with like Aldo Rain, and then I know I know what it connects in the e- like in the end in the movie theater like that's how it like connects Shoshana to everything. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I was gonna write some. I wrote something about the, where I I don't like that they they come to the decision to blow up the theater the same decision mm-hmm. independently of each other. Yeah, that that kind of feels weird to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like I just, it's good, it's great. All right. So, ended it there. 85, 95, 83. 83? Solid. What a shit show. I know, that was so crazy. We edited how long out? At least probably close to 30 minutes out of this podcast. Jeez. You know, it's just like Jojo Rabbit with Chris. Yeah, only we just kept kept sidetracking, kept talking about controversial topics. A lot of, <laughs> lot of controversial stuff. A lot of controversial stuff. We still have some of it in there, but like we had to cut out a lot more. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Oh my shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I want to thank our listeners of the week who guessed on the week correctly. We got, you know, Joe Garcia, Joe Foran, Kylie Thomas, um, Brett Porter, and Anthony Benice for guessing correctly. Y'all are great. Y'all coming in clutch on both Facebook and Instagram. I'm trying I, to find my outro script and I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to move to um, just doing Instagram for these guessing ones because we seem to get more traction on Instagram than Facebook. So just keep an eye out on that. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a l- rather larger social media presence now. Um, we're going to try to. We're yeah. gonna, uh, at least on Letterboxd because I'm, oh, yes. I'm going to be doing that. Yeah, yeah so, we're making you do something besides Twitter. Which... So follow us on uh, Letterboxd. Uh, we're at Movie Drunks. Just one word, Movie Drunks, all together. Yep. You can, as I'm about to say, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. And now add Letterboxd to that with the same, at Movie Drunks Cast. Well, just Movie Drunks. At Movie Drunks. At Movie Drunks. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me at uh, Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wass or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wass. And uh, consider donating to our Anchor page. We appreciate any donations. So, Danny, what are we watching next week? Well, how about, before I even, before I tell you, I'm going to just give you a scenario. Would you, if you saw a guy crash on the side of the street with his car, and his car was on fire, would you A, go over there and help him like a normal human, human being, or B, would you film him and send it to a news station and to get to get money? Get the news. I'm getting the news. I'm getting the news. I have a you're getting tonight. Okay, back to my guy. I already have my own dude! What? <laughs> Cheers, bitch! Ah.